What's up, Smoke and Okies? I'm Evan. This, as always, is my co-host, Blake. And we're here to talk to you, as always, about medical cannabis in Oklahoma and beyond. Today, we've got some new products, some new strains, some new dispos, and, as always, some other fun stuff. Tell a friend about us if you like what we're doing. And, uh, Blake, why don't you hit us with the social bullshit now so we can just get it out of the way? All right, all right. I don't usually do this, so let's see if I can even figure out what our socials are. All right, so Instagram, we got at smoke and okies pod you can hit us up there dm us uh leave comments uh we interact there we have a website smoke and you can find a link to our discord there which pretty active there as well as well as a link to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts and evan's blog and whatnot's up there on reddit we have reddit.com slash r slash smoke and okies you need to get in there we That's a lot of bullshit for y'all. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Discord. We're active on Discord. You can find that at the website, which is once again, smokinokiespod.com. Check that out and tell your friends about it. It's pretty cool shit. Yeah. And you can also give us some content for the show, which also helps. So then it's like a self-feeding cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. We just might talk about it. So, yeah. Uh, I know one thing that people love hearing about is strains yes strains uh the different cultivars what we find here in oklahoma so we cover that in our section what we're smoking currently which hey evan what are you smoking on oh man it's a good week for what we're smoking daddy got paid this week (laughs) and it's time i'm laying out four new things today and not new i'm laying out four things some of which are new we don't have to talk about them all in depth but I have got from Green Aid Society or GAS as the acronym goes here in Lawton. Some, what the fuck? What does that say? Man, this has got the small text problem too. Oh, some, some Cushment from Jumpin' Beans Farms, pH on the farms. This is 28.7% THC uh, terp profile, which I managed to write down 2.36% limonene. And then it doesn't say the percentage on the B mercine, but the B mercine is the other dominant terp. All right. How's it smell? It smells good. Um, it doesn't smell as minty as you would think, but I can also, I remember writing down there's limonene in this and you can smell it and taste it. It's got a way more lemony smell than you would expect from a diesel or a mint, mm-hmm. but it's good. All right. Have you, uh, how long have you been smoking on it today? Today? I actually just took my first drip of it right before we came on the air. Um, I can do another one up here real quick now. Well, have you had it before? I was just wondering about the effects. Have you had before the show, like to get the full effect? Have you tried that yet? I put a little bowl in the bubbler and smoked it on top of a a hash cap, which I'm eating on. And uh, it's good. It's a good like sativa head high, uh, real solid, especially following up um, Windwalker. I just figured whatever, you know, I would have on this week would be a dud, but this one has been good. Yeah. It well, Windwalker is a hard one to follow, and Windwalker made it on two weeks in a row. So, right, yeah, it's a tough act to follow, but it's it's punching its weight, huh? Oh yeah, it's good. I just took another hit of it there. If you can hear me choking, and I've also got right before the show, I hit this one's maybe even a little more interesting. Um, I picked up some of that Divine Collection because we love that shit here on the oh, yeah, Yankees. yeah. You see that ice cube on the on the top. And it's probably, you know, it's good. (laughs) What, uh, what strain do you get from the old divine? (laughs) This one's called litter box. Oh, and, uh, let me tell you, the smell (laughs) is exactly the smell is so gross. I was afraid to hit it because I was afraid it was going to, it smells like going into like a small trailer that has had a cat in it for like a week. 
It is so bad. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh because it makes me think of cat piss, the strain as well. That's what Tyler was saying was that it had to be like a, a whatever of it. And that, that makes sense. I can smell the piss, but the weird thing here is you can also smell the shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a strain that smells like shit. Well, not like any specific, like not like any shit, but like specifically like cat shit in the world. Yeah, house. yeah. Well, I just mean shit in general. Like <laughs> I've never had like you know no bear shit, no dog shit, no baby shit, nothing. You know, like <laughs> I've smelled one that smells just like baby vomit before. Yeah, uh, I think I've smelled those. There are some that have some weird smells to them. This is this is man. For a rosin, like if if it would taste like it smelled, I wouldn't be hitting it anymore. Fortunately, it just yeah. gets really terpy and good. Mm, like for me, I don't know if it happens to be the the the, the terp profiles that I like or or whatever. But there are some strains out there that smell like straight up dirty fucking gym socks, <laughs> like they've been sweated in for a week and put into a, like a locker or whatever. And but man, that's some of the best weed. That's like your skunks and garlics. It's mm -hmm. like yeah. This this well going back I'm kind of jumping subjects again this this Cushman has got popping the dream now it's got a little hint of that gym sock smell but then it's also really extremely lemony mm -hmm. it's cool like I usually don't get into citruses or cushions and this one is still yeah it's solid so good yeah. job Green Aid Society what are you yeah. smoking on man well. I have an old demon here with me. <laughs> so you listeners who have been with us for a while, um, I don't know how long ago it was, but there was an episode where I went into detail on when I had an anxiety attack as a new cannabis smoker, how I went in too deep and too hard, too fast. And it was a cautionary tale for those of you. That stream was LA Confidential back in 2008 that basically it gave me an anxiety attack, put me in the... Uh, er but i found la confidential again i went to a new place i have well i don't know how new it is but uh ganja it's called ganja city Ooh, good name yeah yeah i loved the name and just looking at their weed maps online they had so many damn strains i thought it was just going to be you know like a capital dank sort of thing you know mm. just a big bulk seller has a lot of growers you know just mm. all but i get there and no dude they they're vertically integrated um this la confidential is not one of their grows i'll point that out. i don't know who the grower is and the bud tender didn't know off the top of her head but uh so that's unfortunate but they did have they had like 16 strains of home grow or, or of of their dispensary grow and then they had a whole fucking wall of other ones they it's like they carried as much as capital dank but it wasn't it was more like a small mom and pop shop that's cool. That had that. And then I was like, hey, what do you got for rosins? I might be back for concentrates. And she's like, well, name it. I was like, yeah. okay, well, then whose rosins do you carry? Yeah. Name it. And I oh, went over man. and had a look. And yeah, yeah, dude, you're going to have to visit this place next time you come. They got a lot of shit. That's the place that has the Zingummy for $10. That's the place. Okay. Yeah. Possibly the same place with the uh, $30 uh, jacked up. It is. It is. I got two Beautiful. jacked up bars for $55. Well, fucking shout out to Cade for finding that place. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. be up there like tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring the dram in here with me, but I, but for those of you listening, I weighed out a one gram challenge. I have Frank green loaded up with LA confidential and then a little more in the grinder just in case, but I'm smelling it now. 
Mm, it's very fresh. It's kind of lemony. It's definitely citrus. I don't know if it's quite lemon, mm. but uh, it's a citrusy smell for sure. Very, very um, fresh, crisp. I don't, they didn't have terp profiles there. They did have terp percentages on their jars. Uh, I think this one clocked in at like a 2.6 or something, but I don't remember. Um, I, the, I did pick up a peanut butter breath from them, but we're going to save that for some future content. And, uh, but that one was a 3%. I didn't look at that. Now, if this is accurate and of course it's going to vary from cultivar to cultivar and all that. And, uh, this says, generally speaking, it would look like the highest percentage terpene in there would be maybe humulene followed by alpha pinene followed mm -hmm. by caryophylline. Mm -hmm. And then it's also got apparently a high percentage of uh, myrcene. Yeah, makes sense. So I just, uh, that was the first, my first drag of this stuff. My first puff ever. Ooh. And that was smooth, dude. I took a big one because I'm I'm smoking out of Frank Green right now mm. in the steamroller and nary a cough. I don't even like, it's not even in my mind. You will hear me cough <laughs> listeners though, because I'm smoking a dumb amount at once. But uh and you get ashy hits about halfway through, <laughs> but Frank Green's no joke. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hear me cough, but this dude, I'm going to, I'm going to have to save a little for next time I see you. Cause this is one of the smoothest. I'm not joking. One of the smoothest smokes I've had in that's recent awesome. memory. Wow. That's, that's what I like to hear. A smooth smoke is like one of my top, it, like getting me high as a, and doesn't choke me as B. Yeah. I don't even have a piece of ice in here and it's almost like I'm hitting the steamroller with an ice cube in it. That's cool. That's I mean, amazing. that goes to show they say that that is, and I don't know how true this not is. Maybe a listener can correct me if I'm wrong. They say that more than like nutrients or when it's grown or anything that the cure will have that, that will determine how harsh or smooth it is in that regard. Yeah. Um, and with that being a vertically integrated place that kind of plays into them, maybe knowing how to cure and get their well, shell right. This LA confidential was not grown by them. Oh, you said that you said that. Sorry. Yeah. But she said their growers did come in to buy some of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it, it's good by their standards as well. And they do vet the stuff on their shelves. Uh, she just didn't have the grower by chance. And I didn't want to stick around and to, for however long it would take to figure it out. No, you know, like customers so, waiting behind you. And yeah. Uh huh. So if the grower happens to be listening out here, if you grew some LA confidential and you sold it to uh, ganja city, man, this is smooth. You know what you're doing. If it's the cure, I don't know what your secret is, but this is some of the smoothest weed I've had. What color is the ash in the bowl, if you can tell? Um, well, there's not much yet, but it looks right. like it's pretty white. Right. Another sign of quality. We're learning all these fun little tricks and passing them on to you, the listener. Ooh, man, oh. yeah, this is... That was the third hit, man. Third hit. Still nary, like not even a tickle in the throat yet. I need to try this. Now I'm going to do the, uh, the risky and blow the next one out my nose. Okay. I want to hear this yeah. terp test. I'll pack a bowl while you're doing that. Oh, just getting it here. There's no terp burn. Hmm. Interesting. There's a little bit at the end. Like now it's, oh, it's a creeper. On the <laughs> yeah. The here it comes. It's in. starting to tingle in now. Oh, I might actually sneeze. Oh my, no coughing, but a sneeze. That's funny. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like I'm actually going to sneeze, but there is a turp burn. There's a, there's a prominent 
terp profile in this plant. It's good. It's good. Gets the smoking Okie's thumbs up. I'm actually pretty surprised by it. The bud looked good. It did look good, but you know how it is when you go into a, a place you've never been to getting from getting a grower you've never heard of. And you know, you're a little wary. Yeah. Risky, but it's not risky, but you're spending your money and there's uh -huh. always, you know, you don't want to get something. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. They do out the door pricing there. This was a $65 quarter. I believe they're, uh, I don't know what the eighth price is, probably 35 bucks. But uh, yeah, this was their top shelf, I believe. Those were top shelf prices. I guess I probably should have brought that up on mine. I believe mine, I paid a little bit less because I had a first time discount, but I believe the Cushman's was a $35 eighth mm -hmm. for like your average non-first time customer. I think I paid $31.50 for mine. Yeah. But they, this place did have a, a, a tier system, you know, mm -hmm. they had top shelf, mid and lower shelf and all of their, they had their other stuff separated, but they also had, they sell popcorn, man. Okay. Yeah. Cool. They sell the popcorn nugs and the shakes. So if you're a little low on scratch, they got some shit for you. That's awesome for cooking too. Mm -hmm, totally. Popcorn nugs are great for cooking. Uh -oh. And I, I want to say this is off memory. I'm not mm -hmm. sure, but I, I, I think the popcorn was pretty cheap it was like a half ounce for like 28 dollars or something oh, like shit. that that's yeah. real good mm, of the popcorns i was paying I, 80 for a quarter of popcorns in illinois not to go back into that <laughs> yeah hey go back into we've got some uh we've got a few red dots popping up on the rss map over mm -hmm. in illinois you let them know that we uh we fucking lament the prices they're being subjected to. We're sorry, uh, Illinois people. Like y'all have to deal with like basically. It's my <laughs> understanding that, and I'm not even really knocking on Crisco. Like I don't even know that they're a bad company, but like they're basically it there right now. Mm -hmm. So you're it's it's amazing that like in poor Illinois it's recreational, but you're basically only buying for one grower who also runs the dispo, and yeah. it's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So here in a little while, once we do the full reciprocity with just IDs or whatever, well, I guess we do reciprocity with, uh, but once, you know, out-of-staters can get the two-year cards, yeah. come on, Illinois friends, come over. Come over, see us, man. See what it could have been like. If you hadn't had. Or it could be like, really, could be like. Things could still change for the better in other places. Um, I was totally pro rec, but it just seems like more and more like the rec systems keep getting it wrong or coming in and screwing up medical systems that work. So I don't know how I feel about rec. I don't know. It almost, and this is just a high thought that hit me just now is it almost feels like the medical systems that are handled well and aren't just disguised recreation. Well, ours kind of is, <laughs> but, uh, but I, th I don't know if it just like, uh, almost protects a little better from big business coming in. Seems like once you go full wreck, it's like uh, all the big business multi-state operators, you know, the big boys all come in and just throw their dicks around and ruin <laughs> places shit. you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, unwanted dick. I don't know. It seems like there's uh, just, uh, I don't know. That's the, the pitfall of recreation. There's a little fun otr calling back to a previous episode i'm sitting here stirring a bowl of this uh, cushman's and i've got to say i am still extremely happy with the uh, purchase that you recommended of a pike tool i'm stirring this bitch up right now with the little pokey thing oh man this is great yeah speaking so of pipe tool the other day i realized that i think i left mine at your house or i just lost it uh fuck i don't have mine 
I'll check for a while. Duplicate. <laughs> and Frank Green definitely needs something that I have over here. I'm just going to use this tool to get that ash out. And man, those that, ashy hits. Whew, God, they suck. That's when you start coughing. Yeah. And so it's always the dilemma of oh god. I'm trying to I'm trying to do this uh, this fucking strain some justice and let that smoothness flow. You know, let it highlight the smoothness because this I'm impressed. The, the, the thing with the ashy hits too i don't know the best procedure to like it almost feels like if you stir it up then you're getting ash in every hit but then if you don't it's it's just no good they need to make a weed that just totally vaporizes when you burn it that's like the next step those are that's dabs <laughs> right but they need it to grow off a plant now <laughs> hmm. well i think uh i mean we have accused some people of growing moon rocks i will that's not fair. name the name because we went on for them for about two weeks that's fair <laughs> we've already mentioned them once on this show yeah yeah anyway anyway whoever grew this la confidential hats off to you this is good i'm starting to feel the effects I and uh this. yeah yeah i'm feeling more comfortable um i don't know i'm really really fucking setting in i can't tell if i'm it's really seems like a good upper head high i don't know if this is sativa or indica i kind of stopped yeah paying attention to that traditionally la confidential is known as a pretty heavy indica but i'm with you well indicas are i mean that's generally where i leaned before but i've been chasing terps but they didn't have terp profiles <coughs> there so that kind of went out the window too but i'm feeling really good and usually the slowdown the ones that slow me down a little get me there like i'm feeling relaxed my uh i notice no pain Mm-mm. you know i've got to move and find the pain you know better than it being there waiting on you yeah totally uh did you have more to add to your ganja city review because if not i've got a little bit more on my green aid i like took notes and wanted to do a legit review of them a little bit well here um the review my review would be that it was a sleeper hit man like when i saw it was ganja city and i saw like other weed maps i thought i was just going to walk into a bulk seller you know just one of those run-of-the-mill hey we've got a bunch of weed sort of places but no no i went in there they're bud tender i don't i never asked her name and i would have forgotten anyway (laughs) but (laughs) because i'm just bad at that but um very very friendly was knowledgeable about the ones that she'd had you know right, and she'd right. sampled a lot but man they had so much you can't sample at all right. but uh it looked great in there they had everything separated it was even labeled man they had these cool ass signs on the wall and it was like uh you know flower shake edibles That's uh cool. concentrates and uh they used every square inch of that that building man they had a little bit of everything in there and the pricing was fair it was clean it was nice i give it a thumbs up that's, and and just to give them, I don't know, just in case any of you in the OKC area are looking for a job, they're hiring all positions at that place. So give them a call if you want to, if you want a shot in the industry, I guess. Good way to get your foot in the door. If you want to work in the industry and you don't know people to get a job hire, you're going to start as a bud tender or mm-hmm. a trimmer. And this place is vertically, in, yeah, they were looking for trimmers, especially they had that and a phone <laughs> number out on the counter, but they're vertically integrated. So they said hiring all positions. I believe that probably means at the grow as well. That's super cool. That is actually something that I would look into when I got there. I'm always looking for a side hustle. Yeah. 
on that end. Um, that's, that's good. I'm glad you, I'm glad that you found a new gym because it seems like OKC, especially there are so many just little places that you'd never think like the name that comes to mind for me is green temples, kind of like that, where uh-huh. you would never think to maybe go there unless somebody recommended it, but it's really good. Yeah. I found them on weed maps. They're one of the ones they, they threw a lot of their best deals in their details page. Ah, so yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I went to, uh, it was Green Aid Society or Gas here. I think we've actually commented that driving on the way to the mall here in Lawton. Mm-hmm. Um, good name, so it's a good start. I had it recommended to me by uh, Casey and TJ, which by the way, what's up, Casey and TJ, some of our earliest fans. What's yeah, going yeah. on, guys? What's up? How you doing? I still have not tried the Oreo. Casey actually told me that there's uh, some activated Oreos out there, and that's mm. my kryptonite. So I haven't found them, or I haven't tried them yet because I know it's going to be very unproductive day it's going to be a fucking feedback loop <laughs> yeah. yeah i know it was a really cool place like the the only complaint i have and it's not their fault at all is it's one of those weird ass lot buildings where you got to like smash your brakes at the top of the the other side of the hill to turn in or you'll miss it and have to drive a block <laughs> yeah which not their fault that's just fucking lotten for you but as far as the dispensary goes it's super cool um like like ganja city they are vertically integrated but they are new enough that they're just getting their grows out they said they just put their shit into cure and it will be ready in about three weeks to a month i believe mm. Uh, they had even then, um, I'm not sure if they work with more than just this Jumpin' Beans Farms, but they had a good selection of like, I want to say eight to 12 strains, maybe more actually, maybe eight to 12 on the top shelf. And um, everything I smelled was excellent. They had little smeller jars out that you could look at and sniff. Um, the service was super nice and quick. Uh, she was able to point to a strain that she really liked because my, my, my bit is I was going to the dispensary and say, hey, we're talking about this on the podcast. What do you recommend? And she immediately knew what was up. It was overall just a really good experience. Yeah, awesome. I'll have to check that out. There, there are your dispensary reviews, guys. <laughs> what next on the Smoking uh, Oakies pod? What next? What could it be? Who knows? Not me. Yeah, not me. But I'm guessing that since we smoked some weed, and even though the terp profiles on my end were lacking, how about we get Dr. Jones in here to uh, tell you about a terp? We're here with Dr. Blake Jones to talk about a little bit of cutting edge weed science, a terp that is so unknown. We don't really know a shitload about it yet. Awesome. Ian. How's it going, Dr. Jones? It's going pretty good. How are you guys today? Good. Thanks. Most wonderful. Getting some real productive podcast recording in. Mm-hmm. The clouds, no frowns, baby. Today, for your terp pleasure, we are getting into the terpene. Oh, awesome. Which is awesome. I mean. <laughs> yes the uh, awesome terp awesome man <laughs> so like uh like evan was saying there's not a whole they don't completely know all about this terp yet they're still finding out plenty every day um but what we do know um it is very tasty it's nice and sweet uh anything with the mint aroma um kind of woody uh, anything like that it's going to have a lot of the osamine in it. Mm. Now, it very, uh, of course, you know, growers can make it however they want. And, uh, it changes the actual flower that it's in, but on average, if it's high in osamine, it's going to smell very peppermintish or mint like. Uh, it's going to have that mint taste. Okay. Okay. Again, in the natural world, 
It's to repel bugs. <laughs> um, but it just draws us humans right in. Yeah, I wish it worked. I wish just me smoking these strains was just like having uh, one of those candles out there, you know, <laughs> one of those fuck off mosquito candles. Yeah, man. <laughs> fuck like, off. <laughs> Dude, there's totally a fucking market for like a, a brand of spray or candles called fuck off. I oh my God. I don't sell. I'm, don't, yeah. don't take my idea. Hey, <laughs> hey, we've got it recorded here and we're about to publish it on a public forum. You know, it's smoking Oki's idea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's bug spray that smells like weed okay sorry <laughs> oh sorry to derail but that was just a golden opportunity <laughs> blake you're in on this we're making this <laughs> we're doing it it's done it's getting done dude i'm sorry i don't mean to step on your segment i'm just high no you're good um this is our segment my friends but yeah um like i said so a lot of strains that people have tried uh, have this in it. Um, I know for a fact that most of your listeners and probably both of you have tried green crack before. Oh yeah. Oh yes. One of the leading strains with osmine in it. Now uh, this mixed with other terpenes, uh, don't quote me on which ones, but that is where I I know a few segments back, we were talking about the diesel smell. Mm -hmm. I think this adds to that diesel aspect of the smells oh yeah you know very loud oh yeah yeah green crack in particular has that smell you're right that's that's interesting too it sure does and i used to like to roll up to the old planet fitness (laughs) and uh and just have a have a jay of some green crack out in the parking lot before i go in and i mean everyone knows how loud that strain is and i'm in there and p fit just getting the looks you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's a great pre-workout. It's wonderful. And it has, you know, like most terps, anti-inflammatory, so it's good to smoke afterwards, mm-hmm. after a workout. Uh, you know, after a stressful day, it's it's good for anti-anxiety, um, kind of puts you in that uplifting mood, brings you up. Just like uh, peppermint, you know, if you smell peppermint, it kind of wakes you up, lifts you up, kind of perks you up just a bit. Same concept. Mm-hmm. Reminds you of Christmas and uh, <laughs> getting high with grandma, <laughs> yeah. sparking a big blunt with my great uncle, you know, uh, um, the Wade household sounded like a fun place. Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, terrible <laughs> substance abusers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's actually um, another turf that's found in its cousin um, hops. Okay. So that's one of the connecting qualities of weed and um well hops before it becomes beer yeah that's actually part of what i want part of what i wanted to do this know your terp is because there were some strains out there that i would smell that uh because i liked ipas when i drank very Mm -hmm. hoppy stuff hoppy and bitter and there are some strains out there that'll smell and they'll smell very much like hops before you know the process or anything so i wondered if they shared terpenes they in fact do if you were correct mm-hmm. my connecting dots didn't even know we're dotted i know right it's I've been cool just, I've been, i wonder that's okay. what I wonder, that's the path i followed you know i went from drinking anything and everything to ooh, i really like these ipas to, i don't really drink anymore and now I'm, i've just i've just been following the terp back to the mother plant that's what i've been doing <laughs> man that's all it takes bro <laughs> 
it's interesting too. I think now we're kind of getting into a point we've covered like the five most common terps and especially today, even we've not got kind of the mid tiers with pining and stuff. So like what does awesome mean? It's cool to know there's probably more to it that we just don't know yet. Cause it's one of those obscure dudes in the back. That's very far back of the bus. Mm-hmm. Mystery turp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like this. Hopefully we're it's right along with y'all. You know, there, as far as it's um, all of its medical benefits and, and cannabis, and uh, it's uh, in the real world. I would say the real world, basic world, the meat yeah. space. <laughs> well, it is weird. It is kind of weird because of the uh, just the the legality and all, all the stuff that comes with you know cannabis right now and in the the recent past like we're i mean we're in a change so it's weird man it's hard to figure out a category that covers everything you know that you can just reference Uh, was uh before we uh wrap this segment dr jones dr jones sorry was there anything else that you can think of or know about uh awesome you know something that uh we could share with our listeners Uh, i think we pretty much covered everything that we know about it in the cannabis world um and as more information comes, you know, we'll be we'll be bringing it right back to the Smoking Okies podcast. So when they know, you'll know. And hey, welcome back. That was Dr. Jones and us, of course, with the Know Your Terps segment. That was the last one. So, Dr. Jones, if you're listening, get with us soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully you'll hear from us before you hear this. But yeah, no. You know, this one's interesting, too, because this one's not much of a time travel episode. No, it's not. This is all happening in real time. And that's not, yeah, that doesn't happen very often, does it? It's just been a hectic couple weeks. Yeah. Fuck, I think, did you have something, anything uh, from this week you wanted to talk about? Um, did you do anything cool, anything, whatever? Uh, I did get to finally go see Green Knight. If we have chance, or if we have time for me to hot, be high and talk in very general spoiler-free terms about it. Well, I have a timer this time. Yeah, we've got time. All right, I'm going to keep it brief because I don't want to spoil anything. And B, this isn't a movie podcast. But I finally got the chance to go and see Green Knight with my wife and my buddy Cade and uh, Liz. If you're listening, thanks for watching the kids. Um, and man, I've got to say, like Cade liked it, but it really kind of farted on all my expectations. Yeah, and it kind of bummed me out. Well, you went and think it was a horror movie, didn't you? I did. I knew going into it that it wasn't like I'd heard about a week before, but even then I thought, well, it's a 24. It'll still have elements and no, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what to say about it. Uh, I have. Yeah. I have no How- idea. Like what, what were you expecting and what did it deliver? I guess what you can say without being spoilery. My big problem, and I put this on my Reddit profile too, for those listeners that that keep up with my stupid opinions on dumb shit. Um, (laughs) I kind of felt watching it like the director who also wrote the script and did, you could tell this is a phenomenally talented individual. Like every shot was just like, Jesus Christ, this person is a genius. You know, it was a beautiful language. It had a great visual language or beautiful movie with a great visual language. But I got the sense that he was more interested in making like counter programming than actually making a good movie. Um, I told Kate and Amanda, I feel like if they cut that movie down to 45 minutes, it would be like the best short film ever made. Really? Yeah. It's all about like, I don't know how you are, how into King Arthur you are, but it's all about like that. And like King Arthur plays a role. And yeah. Oh, I love the King Arthur stuff, man. I'm a sucker for like, I'm a big sci-fi and fantasy 
you know, uh, fan. So anything that takes place in space or you have knights and magic, like oh, I'm there, that. baby, you know. Uh, the, the basic story, <laughs> if you've read the poem, is about the dude who I, and this isn't spoiling anything. This is the real basic elevator pitch about the knight, uh, sir. It's pronounced Garwin, but it's spelled like Gawain, mm. who uh, a magical knight comes to the court and basically says, one of you dudes fucking hit me and I'm going to pay you back on that hit in a year. And it's like a chance to get valor or something. So this mm. dude jumps in and chops this knight's head off. And then he has a year and he's got to go find his way back to where that knight lives to have his head cut off. Huh. Yeah. And it follows the knight. Yeah, it follows the, the knight. The as one he that was decapitated as he looks for the dude to cut his head off. He, he decapitates the green knight and then must go seek the green knight out to, so the green knight can cut his head off in return. Wait, he has to go find him and, and let him cut his head off? Yes. That's and the a whole, shit deal. It is. It does a good job of showing it. And it's like this in the poem, too, where he's kind of pressured into it because King Arthur's like, hey, dude, uh, you know, one day soon, fate's going to give you a chance to sit at the round table and all this shit. So then he's there in front of all the knights and the king. And, well, fuck it. He took that as his sign. Yeah. What if his actual sign just, you know, was like, like he saw him go do that. You know, he's in the crowd or something. He's going to hit him up after this whole thing. And. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, I, don't know. I guess I'll have to find someone else because that guy's going to be dead in a year. Well, like my, my thinking is gave too, someone else the quest. <laughs> that was uh, and Arthur did that to his nephew. But, like what my whole thought was, I'm a shitbag who likes to evade the rules. So when I watched the movie, the, like the night's challenge was you cut me and I'll return the cut that you give me. He doesn't even straight say cut my head off. He hints that's what he wants. Uh -huh. Dude, I would I would have just grabbed a hold of his beard and cut a slice of his beard off. And gotten all the valor. Yeah, that's well, me. Yeah, but that's not, that wouldn't make an epic poem. That's fair. That's <laughs> it's like, it's a lot of like how you can explain away movies pretty easily, but it's like, yeah, but then that movie'd be about five minutes long. That's fair. <laughs> I, like, my, in particular, I have one uh, that was, you know, somewhat in the horror genre. That uh, that quiet place or whatever one you know right. where they can't they can't make noise. Mm. Like there's a lot of shit that's if you really look at it, it makes no fucking sense and you can ruin the movie. But uh, you know, like these things, they can hear a fart from a mile away or whatever. Apparently, but uh, they don't hear Emily Blunt's heart beating as she's scared as fuck standing right in front of it. Right. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You can hear somebody's chest pound from close enough. You don't even yeah. have to be touching them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if these things, you got to be silent because they can hear you from like miles. You know, I think they would pick up on that. Or even how about because uh, sound is just uh, vibrations, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't they pick up like her moving in the water and stuff like that? And farting in know. your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many there's so many involuntary sounds that humans make. Just be fucked. Or there are, there are children involved, and it does kind of touch on this, but not nearly enough for the fact that you can never make a child be quiet all the time. There's no way. Yeah, uh, that was not my favorite yeah. horror movie either. But also, it's just but but you know, if you don't think about that, it's an entertaining movie. That's fair. You know, we just fell into the same trap that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, hey don't about, do that to our our, our podcast don't break no. it down just just you know smoke a little and listen to it and <laughs> take it for the beautiful thing it is yeah we're uh, here for we you oh yeah um so <laughs> i went to a hot wheels convention 
Oh, I want to hear about this. Yeah, man. It was uh it was in Tulsa. It was fun. We went to a hookah bar there. Um, you can't smoke weed inside that one. So Hubbly Bubbly wins. OKC won the the hookah bar challenge so That's far. Right. What's up, Hubbly Bubbly? <laughs> yeah. Um, you but you just go outside, smoke a J in the parking lot. It was fun, but um I also rented those, you know, those scooters, yeah. like a, the Lime scooters or where you get an app and get yeah. on there. Uh, we rented those just to like <laughs> drive around on just to see what it's like. Right. Uh, they are fucking fun. Oh, that was a, yeah, they're a fucking blast, man. Those motherfuckers will go up to like 17, 18 miles an hour, which doesn't oh, sound shit. like much, no, that's but, fast but, on a scooter. but you're on like a fucking razor scooter, dude. It's like, it's insane, man. It, it feels like you're flying and uh that's relativity for uh, you yeah yeah um i don't know they're just really fun granted we were doing it like two in the morning so there was no traffic mm. and we're just like flying <coughs> around tulsa and yeah it was just dude it was badass i'm gonna do it again they've got those in okc oh they got them fucking everywhere dude on the way back in the neighborhood i live in i saw kids fly by on two of them and i'm like fuck where'd they get them i'd like to ride them <laughs> around the in the neighborhood do some laps oh man <laughs> i guarantee you if they had them in lot and like Lawton's equivalent of bottle kids would have them in a week they'd have the car journals <laughs> out of them oh yeah they'd be charging you like access <laughs> <laughs> oh but no. the hot wheels convention yes it was a, I mean, like it's, it, it was, well, it's more a Hot Wheels swap meet, I think was the official name of it, right. but uh, it's just, yeah, vendors had a bunch of cars selling, you know, little miniature cars. It's what you would think. But uh, like when you say, say it like that, it sounds really boring, but man, when you're in a place like that and there's all these people like, this is what they love, right? Mm -hmm. Like these are people that are driving miles and miles and miles. Like there are people from out of state there. And uh I don't know. It's kind of contagious when you're in a room like that. So oh, yeah. I left with like $70 for the fucking cars. I love you. I, Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got me, man. I get excited about stuff like that. Like yeah. shit like that's contagious to me. Joy Dave Bevere, man. Yeah. yeah. But I, I've got a, uh, now I have a set of star yeah. Wars cars, some that's star cool. Wars cars. I actually have some doubles. Cool. You know, so I can pop them out and, you know, fucking said i don't know display them or something but they got me man i got i got like a fucking i got the time machine from back to the future three the, the one that was like they put on the railroad track right and that's just because the uh the, the flying version of it was very expensive it was there but that's a rare one i guess <laughs> the tough ones uh, i've got yeah. i've got a question for you about this and i've got to phrase it delicately okay um first uh to the to the guy who I know you went to this convention with a good friend of mine totally not talking about this gentleman at all yeah. but I I have heard from many friends that work retail and also many many times online that Hot Wheels people are in a retail setting incredibly difficult to deal with oh. to the point they're like they're the only thing that are worse are like sneaker people would you uh, firmly well, deny this dude I, well I could see that because the majority. I will say the majority of the vendors there were gray haired, you know, dudes mm. like retirement age dudes who've been doing this a while. And, uh, but dudes like, I don't know trouble maybe taking a shit on a retail guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and these are the dudes cause well, and I think it's getting less and less because these cars that were rare that came in these boxes, I guess. And this is all coming off of 
just a conversation I had on the way back from this thing and right. me remembering I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a hot wheels collector. My friend is, and I picked his brain a bit, but um, they were called treasure hunts, treasure hunt cars. And it was something where like uh, every, like every box had one or something right. like that, but it had a chance to be a rare one, a super Ooh. rare one of it. So they were rare already but uh they had a chance to be super rare and what these like big time collectors will do and especially the ones that are vendors of the collectibles mm -hmm. will do um they'll go and they'll they'll get there they know when the drops made they know when the shipments come in and they will get there as the guys <laughs> cutting the tape on the box and want to look through it they're those kinds of people and if you're a retail employee even if those people are nice they still kind of you out i get it uh-huh but that's how you find these cars and that's how you make money in that industry is, you know, you have to do that or, or you can do lucky finds or, you know, stuff right. that you had as a kid that's still in good condition. There's all kinds of shit there. It's, it's very interesting, even though it's just a little car, you know, <laughs> people in their hobbies, man. Yeah. That's cool though. That's like, I've just always been interested in that, um, that aspect of it. But then I, you know, I, I've never personally seen it. It's just curious thing to know. Yeah. But get this. This is how ignorant I was of everything. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, uh, first off, I noticed like five minutes in, um, I'm, I'm staying with my buddy, you know, because he knows what he's doing. I see him looking at cars. I'm trying to look at cars. And then I start talking to the vendors because I was, I was high. Right. Well, of course. Like, I got really high before I went. I got like really. Right. And uh, I went in there and I was talkative and, and I found that after about four or five tables is when I realized I noticed that my, my friend was never making eye contact with vendors, nothing right. more than, a, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Right. Uh, unless he had a, something about the price. And I noticed why, because I was getting lagged up. They're all talkers, man. These are all oh, people no. with so much yeah. shit to say. And I had, you know, like I was being polite and I was high and feeling chatty. So I just, you know, say something nice or off the cuff and, and then boom, we're in this conversation. I'm like, Oh shit. Now I see why you're just like everyone. I look around, everyone's just bent over looking at cars, no eye contact Yep. until you want to make a deal. <laughs> yeah. So you, what you're saying is that would be hell for me. Yeah. Yeah. As somebody doing small, small talk, talk more than anybody of you it. know. But unless you know the drill, look down, <laughs> look down, just look at the cars. But no, there were vendors <laughs> he was friendly with, you know, that he'd become friends with. But it's like a reverse soup Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I could see how you get lost in here all day. If, if you if I say anything more than hi to somebody, I'm at this yeah. table for 15 minutes because they're all salespeople, too. Oh, yeah. They're all trying to make deals. Oh, so yeah. they want to connect and all that stuff and i'm super susceptible to that so i had to be careful right. i mean fuck i went out with 70 bucks that's for the shit little cars that you know Man. otherwise i wouldn't have or ever think of <laughs> <laughs> well that sounds like a pretty fun little event that sounds way more fun than being bummed out by a green knight oh but i do want to point out that um yeah all over tulsa i was smoking jays all over the place uh, did you get to experience for, much of their scene sorry i don't mean to interrupt you not really i did go to uh, a place called five star buds it was just close to the hotel right. and i got a string called jaeger and another jaeger. one called comfortably dumb <laughs> the jaeger i remember smelled really sweet yeah um tasted about smelled and it was really good that was my favorite one man i mm. think i don't know i didn't look at the indica sativa whatever but it just had me feeling fucking great i was flying around on those uh scooters on some jaeger 
that sounds fun comfortably dumb that was definitely slow down indica i like the flavor of it a little better it was more purpley it had i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna guess it had a linalool in it or linalool in it but it was good that was the nighttime sleepy weed that two new strain reviews in the middle of our what did we do this week that's Bam. awesome and with some of those exotic strains for those of us further west i i, I i've never even heard of those yeah neither did i that's why i got them we need to get up there. I think you've mentioned this before, but we need to get up and experience oh, that scene. Oh, shit. Oh, what? Okay. Well, I almost forgot. So <laughs> I only took my steamroller with me. I forgot to take I, papers or, or uh, cones or anything. Right. And can't just, you know, carry that around with me in Tulsa going from bar to bar. No. They don't like that. No. But uh, so there's this little smoke shop. It was like they advertise hookah, novelty items, blah, 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 and adult stuff, right? It was like one of those weird stores that has everything that adults only can buy, I guess. But uh, I walk in there, half of it, over half of it is the adult stuff, like toys <laughs> and stuff. That was a shock. Wasn't expecting that because they were advertising hookah and stuff. I thought more mm -hmm. of it would be the smokables and shit because they had like vapes and all kinds of crap. I went in there to get some papers and I noticed that. And that was funny. First off, and then I go over and I'll get some papers and, uh, and then, um, I forget what it is. I, I, Oh yeah. I told them I was there for a convention and one of the other employees, that's when he looked up and he was like, Oh, what is it or whatever? Uh, and he laughed about something, but he's just over there testing a product <laughs> that, <laughs> and the, that happened to be a big purple vibrating fucking, like, <laughs> space dildo but he's over there like laughing at something either myself or the guy behind the counter said and it was just so funny because he was an absolute stoner you know he has like he was like a cartoon character almost just looking up grinning like <laughs> just holding this dildo with buttons on the side of it just going whoa, whoa. i couldn't help man i was cracking up in there i'm about peed myself oh i bet man <laughs> that sounds funny as hell oh but no, I was getting filters. Yeah. Because the uh, actually shout out to five star buds. They hooked me up with papers. I don't That's think they tight. sold them there because I asked. And uh, in my thing, he's like, I, I got you, man. And there was a pack of kings. I saw a picture of a dude at I think, what's that? Is it Lollapalooza that's happening right now or Bonnaroo or one of those? I think it's Lollapalooza, right? I have no idea. But, um, this guy had, he had a baseball cap like with a regular brim on backwards uh -huh. and he had a sign tape to it that said free papers, cones, and filters, take one. And then on the bill of the hat were literally papers and a box of cones and a thing of filters taped to his hat. So you could just grab one off the back of his head as he went by. Wow. It was so cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I kind of want to rip that idea off for the next event we do. Yeah. Might as well get a big hat. Big old. <laughs> yeah. Like a sombrero. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be Big Hat Logan. We'll, oh, dude, we could do it at like a Comic Con cosplay as Big Hat Logan from Dark Souls. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have our oh. pyromancy flame to light people's J's. Oh, yeah. Get out here, Comic Con. Yeah, for you video game nerds. That was pretty cool, right? <laughs> I was thinking the uh, fucking monk's hat from Demon Souls. But oh, you could well, Big Hat Logan's just, uh, you know, if there are any Souls, you know, lore people out there. He's a beloved character. I see. I'm not familiar with this guy at all. Yeah. Well, I won't get into that because the lore of Dark Souls runneth deep. Mm. I've got some uh, weed news that might be interesting. For the Fuck show, yeah. Though. Let's hear it. 
Okay. So the long, I'm getting this just to give full credit from a marijuana moment.net, which is a pretty cool site with a lot of good weed info for you. Um, and this says that part of uh, the U.S. Senate's bipartisan infrastructure bill is apparently going to allow researchers in different states study marijuana from dispensaries instead of having to purchase it from specific federal government sources. Oh, fuck yes. So mm -hmm. it's an actual samples from the field. Yes, from the good weed. Yeah, instead of like only testing a control group. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's you know... <laughs> You, you hear it's kind of funny back in the day, the rumor about government weed was to like make you piss out your eyes and it's so good. And now it's like, well, the government research weed is like 7% swag. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, the government research weed is probably what Texas based their shit off God. of apparently with their stupid fucking what fucking four, 7% cap or whatever. Come on ass. That's Fuck our C that's our CBD strain, man. Those are our one-to-ones. Now the dig Fuck. is in here. I feel safe <laughs> saying that Texas is kind of a fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, if we are, if Oklahoma is Texas's hat, we're pretty fucking dope hat. Yeah, we're definitely a hat with papers on it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> nice callback. Thank you. <laughs> but oh, anyway, I didn't know I had an improv partner. That's good, man. I just put that one right back. <laughs> I think the hashtag uh, Zen gummy combo are kicking in. Nice. <laughs> but so this this basically says and i could be butchering it, it didn't say it explicitly but just from our interview with james Gaines a few weeks back and stuff my yeah. thinking is what this means is you'll be able to get federal science grant money or whatever and not have to use their shit weed yes which uh, which like i the way i understood it was they're getting actual samples from the field that patients are actually consuming which should be the stuff that is getting the research done on, yes you know like instead of the stuff that patients are never seeing you know and it, it's super cool to see that there there are people in the the house or the senate wherever this went through i think the senate that are sneaking weed in where they can yeah uh, to, to draw a parallel to my other hobby ufo shit it's like whenever they passed the ppp thing last year and said oh and by the way you've also got 60 days to tell us about aliens it was six months i believe six months it? thank you mm -hmm. yeah 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 i slipped that one in i liked that we got some cheeky fuckers in there fighting for the right <laughs> stuff. All right. <laughs> That's like going to your boss and saying, Hey, I need a raise. And also I my my example died there. I'm high. Yeah. I was wondering where that was going. I was like, that's a hard one. You picked a hard scenario. I can't think of anything. Oh, your daughter's phone number. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's uh. <laughs> don't work uh, there. Don't work there. No, no. Um, that was all the weed news I had, mm. but what, what's your timer showing, Blake? My uh, 4350. That sounds like it's a good time to go into off the rip. Off the rip. Yes. The segment where we've got high thoughts. You've got high thoughts. Why not throw them in the old discord? The off the rips a play on words from off the cuff mm. just means you have your little rip. You have one of those high thoughts. You come into our Discord, you drop it in there, and we might talk about it on the air. And going totally against what you said, Blake, for our first one, I would like to go with something that I planned isn't really a question and uh, is more of an, me being shitty about something. Oh, it's an pick. Okay, so we've got the <laughs> sub-segment of Off the Rip where Evan usually comes in with a veiled opinion yeah. as an Off the Rip question. 
but yes. it usually ends there's a Y in there somewhere so he can play it off as a question. <laughs> I can't even do that shit this time. Okay. I'm just mad about some shit that happened on the internet and it ties to the larger topic of weed. Okay. All right. So if you all listeners remember, there are a couple weeks in a row there in the last two episodes where we talked about a certain really, really good strain. Mm-hmm. And I had a picture of that strain that was okay. And I thought I would like more people to know about this. So I went to the Reddit, the weed Reddit and put a picture of it. Yeah. And in my comment or in my, my, my title, I said, uh, this is like some of the best weed Oklahoma is producing and the best I've smoked. Right. Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And dude, within an hour, some dude was in there saying, oh, well, I'm in Oklahoma and this is far from the best weed we're producing lol, and whatever. That's fine. Right. But then yeah. I, I asked this dude, I say, well, I'd be interested in hearing what you've got so that you could tell me what, what, what I want to try it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No response. Uh huh. And that just goes to show, dude, fucking weed snob shit. It kills me. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's definitely a regional thing. You know, maybe they're out there where they can't get some of the stuff that, uh, oh, fuck it, we'll just say it again. Here's a little more free press. That, that Windwalker <laughs> from Native Veteran. They deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do deserve it. And it's good. The mission they have as well is good. But the Windwalker, perhaps they're out where you can't get it. Or something, you know, so I, there's regional, you know, there's that regional shit, or maybe that person was a grower and took it personally for some reason. That was you know? kind of my thought. Cause they couldn't come back with anything else. Yeah. And like the, just whenever they didn't respond and I even responded back a second time. So they would know it. I alerted them and then like, okay, cool. I wanted to know if you were being helpful or just being a fucking snob. So eat me like, and I yeah. never did that shit online. Yeah. So just, oh. Oh, man, that burns me. And that's all mm. I really had. I've been saving that for like a week and a half. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, I mean, that does bring up a good point. Hey, listeners out there, these are opinions, man. Like, some of you might smoke the Windwalker, and uh, I guess you're fucking crazy, but you might not like it. You're weird. I get it. But uh, <laughs> these are opinions, man. These are opinions. And when we ask, like, when we ask, oh, yeah, well, what do you got? We're not, we're not being like, what the fuck you got, motherfucker? We're like, no dude i'd like to try that we've got a fucking show where we like to let people know what's good you yeah. know that's what we want to do we want to get the good shit out to you people we want you to know where it is i mean i love doing the research it's fun yeah it's the best part <laughs> yeah yeah the research is great and we're over here fucking doing it for you okay <laughs> but <laughs> and you can even use us getting excited about shit and talking about it like excuse me, I had a burp there. If we're that enthusiastic about something, it just means we're really good. Like we're not even paid for. We, we sell our ad space and that's it. So mm-hmm. like in the case of that wind waker or whenever I had a boner for the hash caps, or even when it was like us fucking freaking out about Oki Kush club for like a month straight, yeah. like that is just us giving our opinion, but the byproduct of that uh, listener. And I, I, I'm imagining that guy is listening to me, even though I know he's not yeah. is, is because I have smoked literal hundreds of strains from all over the state, granted, mostly in the OKC and Lon region. Yeah. And because I am way more connected to the cannabis scene than average, I feel that shorthanding these, are, this is the best weed out of the hundreds of strains I've tried. Like I shouldn't have to qualify that and go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you shithead. Right. <laughs> FYR, Fuck. fucky redditor. Yeah. FYR. Yeah, man, everyone has their opinions. Um if we ask you what your strain is that you think beats it out, we just want to know so we can try it out and if it's good, let other people know. Ever one thing that you will have heard a lot from nearly everyone that's been on this show is 
this shit hits everybody differently. You know, everyone has the nose nose and what smells good to me smells bad to other people. Like, come on, dude, don't be so hostile. This is a plant that makes people happy. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm still getting mad thinking about that. <laughs> oh, uh, moving on to an actual OTR. Yes. How about that? I've got a good follow up one here. I guess that was an OTR to you at one point. Mm. Oh, I've been brewing <laughs> on it. I'm just way better at expressing my anger in a funny way on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There are holes all over my walls. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right. But, what do you got? Okay. So a few weeks ago, we talked about what the number would be that you would go on a total month long tea break, no cheating. And uh -huh. like the, the catch was if you fucked up and didn't complete the tea break, you had to pay twice that amount back. Yeah. And I believe you said that if you knew that money was on the line that you could go because fuck it, it's just a month. So you put a really high dollar on it, like millions mm -hmm. and millions. Yeah. I had to make it to where it was basically my life was over if I owed them this money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a really smart approach. And I think one that I ended up copying after initially saying like 10 K. Oh, Hey cutie came in with a response from our discord. Oh, and, uh, nice his amount of money is even lower than mine. And I was surprised to read his was 5k. And he says, I often go on breaks. So I do easily trust myself, but I kind of wonder if I knew if I couldn't use it, if I would end up wanting it more. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> is it, yeah. Is it less fun when it's, or is it more fun when it's uh, something you're not supposed to do is break. Does breaking the rule make it more fun? Is that what this question is? I don't know. I, I would like to think or I what that myself. thought would be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, guess, I mean, I think I would, because I've been in the legal market, you know, for pretty much all of my cannabis consuming time. So uh, aside from when I was younger, right. So I don't know. It being against the rules would not make it more enticing for me. That's yeah. You're not much of a rule breaker. No, I, I'm more of a malicious compliance yeah. sort of guy, <laughs> which is a respectable approach. I like to, no, I like to, I, I like to be a little quiet, you know, follow the general rules that I believe everyone should follow. And then if somebody tries to fuck with me, I'll use malicious compliance. You know, it's my force. It's my form of CYA. That's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a nice, insightful answer from Cutie and uh, giving us a good avenue, avenue of exploration on the show. Yeah, and I believe we came up with a whole new OTR fucking concept or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just that whole shit that went on. Do we, have, do we have an OTR question lined up, though? Yeah, I uh, got a couple. Uh, cool. Let's start with one of mine um and this one we might have the answers to but uh when is the last time a weed product you had really surprised you like i'm gonna let you go first because i want to gauge what you mean by surprise mm -hmm. that was yeah. one of mine and i don't even know what i meant when i wrote it but i'm gonna say kind of really jumped up and over blew your expectations <laughs> And um, there have been a few times that have happened this week, but I would say the most prominent of those I already talked about on the show were those vibe gummies. Oh, those really? Things, yeah, those things like I was just expecting, you know, whatever, more common distillate high or whatever. But mm -hmm. no, those, those actually hit me the way they said they were going to. I can think of two that blew my tits out of the water <laughs> in an unexpected way. Uh, one I talked about 
recently enough to where the box is still sitting here on my desk. Uh, the Boros family farms, the extracts, premium right. extracts, mm -hmm. uh, those dabs blew me away. Cause I got them for 15 bucks. I wasn't expecting much and they knocked my fucking tits out of my eyes and pee and all that, you know, all that stuff. Right. That we say sometimes <laughs> I can't remember. It blew your fucking fingers out of your anus. Yeah. You had to feel the inside of your butthole. Yeah. Stuff like that. No, it was a super shock. And then, uh, I think it was a few months ago. You listeners might remember an OG Kush that I got that was, you know, I wasn't too excited about, mm. you know, had a little bit before bed and it was nothing great. So I, I won GC it the next day. Didn't make it through the one GC. It blew me away. <laughs> yeah. Those are my two most recent. Those are good answers and a good, like typical example of an OTR that worked out question yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One more. And um, we might've talked about this a little more. I, I I'm willing to speak honestly about this. How, if any, disappointed were you when aliens didn't come on July 18th? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting them to, right. but I don't know. I, I didn't put a lot of weight to it. So there was no real disappointment to me. But if, if I mean, it would have been cool to have that question answered. Yeah. You know? that's that's as far as i allowed myself to go is kind of just being like man whenever it didn't happen yeah you know and i was thinking maybe i would drive up to the top of mount scott on midnight on the you know between the 17th and 18th but i thought that was just too much yeah you know man, man i mean like the optimist in me was really hoping that we were about to meet our space buddies yeah but <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah I, I don't know i tried not to entertain it because it, it, i you know i it didn't hold weight to me it was just one of those, you know, maybe I think about it after a bowl sort of things. Well, if the, if the guy who made that is listening somehow, dude, you fucking, you didn't get me, but you wrote a really compelling story. And let me say, you knocked it out of the park guessing that there would be a pandemic in 2019. That was the hook that really made me think, okay, well, maybe. Yeah, I never, I actually never read it. So, um, Evan's actually a writer, so he's got a pretty good eye for stuff yeah. like that. And um, you hooked him hard enough to where he talked about it enough to where it was on my radar because it was <laughs> nowhere on there uh, uh, to where I was passively, you know, entertaining the idea. So good on you for the writing. And for really making a lot of people on Reddit sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, were, that was a good OTR. So were you pretty sad? Scale one to 10, how sad were you? Um, aliens didn't show. I would give it about a three. Three yeah. being I wasn't expecting it, but it would have been cool. Yeah, I was going to go around there, two or three. I would have loved to have you know, been there. And you know, if, if the higher beings are listening to add to our list of potential listeners, please let us know about your presence. I'm here, man. Here's a but, fresh OTR. What's up? Fresh one. Um, let's say they did show up or whatever yeah. we see video of it and all that shit now with today's deep fake and and all sorts of shit like that would you trust it how would you trust would you trust seeing it or would it have to go through vetted sources first um there are a lot of ways, and I, I follow this as a hobby. Full disclosure, I do believe that there are probably crafts that the government has. I'm one of those kooks. Mm. Um, and I could, I could go into explaining this. There's a lot of evidence beyond what you would think. Um, 
there are a lot of ways to spot a fake video that I trust other people online to know how to do. You can plug something into After Effects and pretty much immediately tell by doing a few things. Yeah. So that helps. And the other thing that helps is in this hobby, man, anything that doesn't come with like extra sensor data or extra confirmation from the government is mm -hmm. generally, even if it is really compelling, and even if it doesn't show signs of fakes on After Effects and shit, it's regarded, regarded as like B tier at best. And that's why your Tic Tac and your Nimitz and so on videos are so exciting because they do come with that sensor data or extra government oomph. Uh -huh. um, and I, I'm so high, I forgot your initial question. I was just saying, what uh, would you trust the video that uh, came out then? If it was getting on CNN and all my news sources and Reddit was saying it and shit, yeah. I don't know. I think I'd be pretty skeptical. I'd need to see something live. I'd need to see a craft fly over or something, man. That would be my ideal. And I, you know, if they're going to come, they're going to do it in a way that's uh, unmissable, but they've not done it yet. No reason to think they're going to. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be life out there somewhere, right? Mm. But then you're starting to get into like the Fermi paradox and all that crap. And we are not a, phys a physics podcast by any no. means. Neither one of us are <laughs> are uh, experts in that arena, or it, even it, or even amateurs. <laughs> no, not even. I, I like to watch like the the extremely like baby style dumbed down quantum physics videos and pretend I'm smart, but I'm. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too, man. I think uh, I think anyone who's into sci-fi gets uh, sucked into those types of uh, things. Because oh. <laughs> I would love to fucking understand it, you know. <laughs> Another kind of OTR and news thing. Did you see about the Google Time Crystal? Um, I didn't. Uh, well, I, I I read the. I think I read the article, mm. or I skimmed. It was late. It was right. like, well, not late. It was actually to me. It felt late because it was right as I was falling asleep. I believe, <laughs> but uh. Um, I am somewhat aware of what time crystals are. They've been like, uh, they've been theoretical since what the early 2010s or something, right? Like 2014. Yeah. And, uh, and then Google is saying that they've found a way to create them. Google is saying that they may have potentially made one. They've made one. Yes, I believe. Oh, and they're they're putting it through like the scientific rigors and making sure and having other people confirm. Yeah, it's got to go all peer review and all that shit, and it's got to be rep replica replicable. Yeah, and able to sense. be replicated. And, and they're they're, <laughs> and they're, they're, they're throwing the scientific theory at it, huh? Yeah, right, and I'm testing it and just making sure that they're not missing shit because if yeah. they do have this, it's kind of cool because if it's true, it's point blank the beginnings of the biggest advancement in human history um but it also sucks because google has it well yeah but i don't know that's i don't know i don't if. think i don't think that would be a thing like that would be one of those discoveries that's like too big for somebody to own i think you would hope you know like how we have international teams of researchers working on things like this you know mm. i don't think if it were because yeah yeah there i don't to dumb it down my and to correct me if i'm wrong the time crystal it sounds you know very sci-fi and all this but it's essentially it gets into like quantum entanglement but it's it's perpetual energy yes right is what it is because um it can switch states yeah it, it well the energy switch states yeah it can be in uh, different states but the way i've had it explained to me or whatever is like uh normal physics or whatever energy will 
move throughout matter or through uh they were using atoms or whatever i believe and it will move through but it'll always try to balance back down to zero energy mm. like it will be expended energy goes in and it comes out right mm. and then the way these uh and it's like a wave that moves through the particles and right. the way it worked with the time crystals is you affect the first one and then like it'll start moving but the energy doesn't move to the other one it just affects one further down the line and this essentially keeps happening these reactions until all of them are moving with energy but it never leaves there it's like a you know it's like continuous cycle yeah it's like tricking our understanding of physics mm -hmm. it's it's so cool i wish i could understand it better man like that shit just blows my yeah. mind like one of the big major applications were would be a perpetual energy like energy mm. production for and electricity you know like the arc reactor and right. Tony, like tony stark's arc reactor straight fusion yeah like yeah. the the thing that could unlock the sci-fi shit oh yes interstellar <laughs> travel it, it's kind of like the graphene of fucking quantum physics it seems like because if they figure it out holy shit you can fucking make your vessel bend space time around you as you zip between the stars mm -hmm. but um you gotta get it out of the lab first yeah true and this is on a very small scale i'm sure right now I'm guessing they don't even yeah. know if it's real. I hope it is. Yeah. 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 It's, we got to wait like Google. It's, it's exciting, but it's also kind of fucked up that they always just like, uh, they kind of jumped the gun with this stuff. Cause I think it were a few months ago and I'm not going to go too far into it. Cause I'm, I'm not, you know, I didn't go to, school. I'm not a physicist or anything. I don't, I'm not an expert in this. I, I don't have authority or anything here, but, uh, Something sort of happened in physics, of like not too long ago, with muons, I believe they're called. Right, and uh, it was one of those where all the headlines right after this shit was discovered or observed was uh, physics defying blah blah blah, or this changes physics as we understand it, and all this stuff. And then this all came out before peer review, and then the peer review found that it was it was a botched experiment. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know the sensationalism in the news. I hope that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah, that would. I, I'm really hoping it's a situation where Google's only saying this because they're confident enough that it's legit. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? We'll Google find. Could, we'll find out. They could fucking discover time crystals and then discontinue them in two years anyway. Like fuck Google. <laughs> like uh, Google Time is canceled. Sorry, you can't see your dead relatives anymore. But I it's think on it's end one, of life. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things, though, you know, like it's too big and it's going to have to be like the type of people that are going to have to come in to uh, review this to make sure it's legit. You know, like I've, if it is what it is, I feel like it's too big for anyone to own. You would hope, you know, I, it, it, hopefully it's one of those things where proving it's possible makes it easy to replicate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Mm -hmm. is it's yeah it's easily replicable and it's something to wear it's too important to let anyone patent it yeah that's something where you almost want the government to step in or whatever yeah. at that point yes no that's a fucking a good political agreement on our show <laughs> yeah um, hey. well that's my thoughts on the matter that was a very deep off the riff off the rip and uh <laughs> Off the quantum physics. Off the quantum physics that I only somehow somewhat kind of understand some of the words. 
This I also know a, there's a trap you can fall into of throwing quantum onto things to try yeah. to sound smart and <laughs> really try to stay away from that. <laughs> like my whole understanding of quantum physics is, you know, in the big regular world, if I push a ball, like it moves forward. And then like quantum physics is them trying to prove why none of that shit's true. And none of it's really happening. I it's wild. or it's all happening or they're working around it. Like yeah. I, it's burned to me it, and what, then, yeah then there's that whole thing of like if it's observed it'll change and mm -hmm. you know like uh, uh, i can't wrap my head around it, and that's probably why these people go to school google's gonna compete the time <laughs> crystals and at that point the fucking 40 beings living around us that we yeah. can't even fathom are gonna come in and be like hey fuck off or google makes the time or this is a big misunderstanding they made the rick and morty time crystals and it just shows yeah. you how you're gonna die what if it oh man that would really suck <laughs> i would probably do exactly what morty did as far as reality would let me to because <laughs> i hate knowing i took the wrong option dude i hate it oh man but you love rpgs that's i guess true. they're replayable though oh yeah that's that sense of security coming in yeah uh does the timer indicate we have time for an fys we could do one we're at an hour and five right now all right, let's do a good short one then. I'm going to paste it up here. Uh, this right. is FYS, the segment where we give shit to customers because bud senders can't give those customers shit back. I kind of fucked that up, but you know what I mean. We, yeah, um, I think our whole catchy thing was uh, we slap back for the retail employees who can't or for the bud tenders who cannot. Where are you posting this thing? I am looking for it now. I lost it. Okay, this one's short and funny. There was another one where a dude was being a racist piece of shit, but fuck that. Just don't be a racist. Yeah. To all you racists out there, fuck you, shithead. How about that? Mm. That's a real quick one. <laughs> <laughs> so we can skip those going forward. Yeah. Uh, here's one that's kind of funny, and it also opens up to discussion. I just put it in the the show channel, the private. Okay, this one you'll you'll <laughs> be able to speak to more than I can. Yeah. Um, but from DMEC nine. Yeah. DMEC nine, whatever. One star review. The title of his review: They let kids in. You question, question mark? Question mark. <laughs> and the full review here. Yo, why are the children in this place? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> this dude's entire basis for grading stores is he goes in and if there are kids in there, he's like, fuck it. Walmart, fuck it. Lowe's, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> oh my God. A liquor store, three stars. <laughs> I think you can take kids in the liquor store in oh, Oklahoma. One star, one star. <laughs> <laughs> liquor store liquor store in california five stars five stars oh, oh wait man. wait they don't sell smokes here three stars three stars <laughs> that's fucking and they're probably like 27 dollars a pack over there oh now. fucking hell yeah probably fucking now we shit on california and texas all right lebron james fuck you <laughs> shithead lebron you're supposed to be a fucking idol to these children man <laughs> and you know uh, well, I, I, it, it, well, I said you could speak to this more than anything, but this comes down to, uh, do you think this is on par with liquor? Or do you think it's a medicine? Well, I, I personally, that's one I get out of it. He's, he's offended that there are kids in dispensaries and he or she, I don't know what Demek is. It's very, it's a, there's a picture neutral. of a dog. I believe it looks like a picture Why? of a dog wearing a ski cap. So I Why? can't tell. I hope it's not the dog. Yeah. No, dogs don't like weed. Yeah. THC is not good for you, doggy. But that's what I that's what I think they're complaining about. 
I would guess like if it's a deal where like the dispensary owner's kids are in there and they're just running wild or some uh-huh. fucking customer's kids are cool, I guess. But well, Hey, sometimes you got to take your kids in cause you don't want to leave them in the parking lot. Like dispensaries well, are. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, dispensaries are sometimes sketchy places and you don't want to leave your running car with your kids in it. Somebody break the window and take your car and your kids. And then you're double fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, <sighs> My approach to weed is kind of off the wall in that I am super open about it, even around my kids. Like I don't smoke the room out and get them high, but I'm saying I let them know what I'm up to and what I'm doing. And that includes taking them in. If like my daughter likes certain dispensary signs, she's big into like visual design. And if she really likes yeah. it, she'll want to come in. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'll take her in with me. I don't care. And yeah. I do, I do catch side eyes for that usually from customers, but like all she's doing is coming in with me and quietly looking around. So yeah. I, it's kind of like you said, it's the difference between medical and fucking recreational kind of or alcohol. Yeah. Weed. Well, that, that's why I made that comparison is because if you're equating, if in your mind, uh, cannabis is nothing but a recreational drug, mm. um, then yeah, you're like, you know, are kids in here. I shouldn't, kids shouldn't even see this. But, um, if you look at it as a medicine, I, I, I find it hard for anyone to think that way about it. Oh, yeah. because that's why uh the i mean children are allowed they're, they're protected by law aren't they because mm-hmm. uh this is a medicine for people and some of those people are single parents and yeah they don't want to leave their kids in the car you yeah. know and they've got to get in and get their stuff so demec nine he or she whatever fuck you shithead how fuck about you, that shithead. like <laughs> There's another one just pissed off that other people aren't living their lives how they want how this person wants them to. And you know, I fucking hate that. Mm. That's the second most common theme behind fucking they wanted my ID. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, shithead. Well, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that if we're well, I'm guessing I'm going to use my time skills here. Is it an hour and 10? Holy shit. Hour, 10 and a half. But you were, yeah, you were. Yeah. Unless you Whoa. started a timer when you asked me what time it was earlier. Hmm. I get it. I did oh, not. there's always something, Evan. I'm gonna have to record myself. <laughs> yeah, we're once we we're gonna have to switch over video and put a live timer next to you. That'd probably solve a lot of problems for me. I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, man, where the fuck are my sunglasses? Smoke Okies is Oklahoma's premier cannabis podcast, starring Evan Wade and Brandon Blake, brought to you by Cannabis Web Media Group, CWMG. We want to talk about your business. Reach out to podcasts at smokinokiespod.com for commercial opportunities and more. And if you'd like to interact on a more personal level, get in touch with us at our website, smokinokiespod.com, and join the Discord for even more discussion. There's a big link there. You can't miss it. Smoke and Okies does not produce, provide, or sell cannabis products in any capacity. That includes buying weed for you. Seriously, fuck off with that shit.